and welcome back to On Track Tips. My name is Jason Weiser, and you're listening to Get On Track, Stay On Track, and we're helping your small business one expert at a time. And this week, our expert is Cynthia Sanchez, and we're going to be talking about the Pinterest marketing HOA for all the things. <laughs> of course, lots of fun. Uh, and whether and uh, I like how, how Cynthia starts out her podcast. She says, whether you're using Pinterest for business or for fun, remember, don't just pin it, do it. And that's the opening line from her oh-so-pinteresting podcast. And she keeps her listeners up to date on all things Pinterest, and she interviews business owners and asks them about how they're using Pinterest in their business, what's working, what's not. It's a fantastic podcast, and I strongly suggest you head over and listen up to the Oh So Pinteresting podcast. And for those of you that don't know Cynthia, she started using Pinterest back in 2011, and a year later, she left her full-time position as a radiation oncology nurse to focus on building Oh So Pinteresting and her business. And today, Cynthia is the leading authority on Pinterest and specifically Pinterest for business, which is exactly why I wanted her here at On Track Tips. She's highly sought after as a presenter at most of the popular social media conferences and summits, including Social Media Marketing World, Podcast Movement, New Media Expo. She understands Pinterest. She understands Pinterest for business. Cynthia Sanchez, welcome to On Track Tips. Wow. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm like blushing. What a great intro. Thanks. <laughs> this is going to be know, great. I, I spent a lot of time, as with all my guests, I like to spend like the day before really digging in. And I learned so much about Pinterest from uh, from your podcast, from your show. I did a lot of things. I changed. I thought I knew the network, but you really taught me a lot. And, and uh, you, we didn't even have to talk to each other. I just to listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, good. And that means it's working because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to create something that would help people and really help business owners figure out Pinterest and how to use it. So that's good to hear. Thanks. Yeah, excellent. Excellent actionable tips and advice over there. And uh, I want to also say hello to everybody that's over on our Twitter chat today using the hashtag pound on track tips. You know how much we love tweet chat. Uh, today's Twitter chat question is, are you on Pinterest? If you are on Pinterest, go ahead and uh, paste your URL over there so we can make sure to come over and follow your boards. We like the uh, OnTrack Tips community. Let's support each other, encourage each other. It's a great networking opportunity here at OnTrack Tips. And uh, also our sponsor today, of course, is Wiser Sites, a digital general contracting agency that's here to help you make that transition from brick and mortar into the digital space. Get online, get your products to market, make wise choices to define your online strategy, web development, design, marketing, local search, hosting even. They specialize in WordPress, custom themes, plugins, speed and security. You're gonna find all that over at wisersites.com. So that's enough of the housekeeping. I think it's time to get into the show. We've only got 30 minutes with Cynthia, so uh, let's start banging away at it right now. Let's do it. I want to start out, Cynthia, by talking a little bit about, you know, anybody that watched the intro, it had this little bit of a snarky feel to it, and, I, and it was because I had gotten into this discussion with a group of some internet marketer friends of mine, and uh, they said that, no, Pinterest is absolutely not a place to go in marketing. It's really kind of its own little unique uh, social network. It's only for women. We've heard that discussion. We're not going to go there. But there was one comment that I read from a Pinterest user that this quote I think is really an interesting quote and I want to talk about it. It says, Pinterest is for visual imagery, crafts, clothing, and design ideas. The marketing community is ruining this network with their pins about their top 10 things about this and that. And I just wish they would leave and go back to Twitter and Facebook. Ouch. So, yeah, yeah, I know. So, Cynthia, what I want to ask you is, 
let, let's look beyond the obvious Etsy's, the storefronts. Let's let's look at somebody who has a small business that's focused on, say, launching an internet product. They're talking about social media. They're uh, they're into marketing, either email or social or uh, content marketing. What uh, what would you say to them about approaching Pinterest? Oh, I would definitely say that there is a place for them on Pinterest because I think it's a big, big, big misconception that it's just for those places like crafts and fashion and, you know, those types of quote-unquote women interesting products or services or whatever. Um, Pinterest is about people using it for their interests. And if you have a business, you're hopefully you've created a business that somebody's going to be interested in, you know, <laughs> you have something that somebody wants to buy. Um, you know, even if it's just five people, that may be all you need. But, um, yeah, it's it's just really thinking about uh, Pinterest in a different way, uh, kind of getting out of that, you know, fog that it's just, you know, those particular types of topics, and really thinking about it, how you can position your content and the things that you have to share online in a way that will be appealing visually and interesting uh, to Pinterest users. Um, and I know for some, some, you know, some business owners, you know, whether it's like, you know, a web developer or an SEO expert or an accountant, um, you know, speaking of brick-and-mortar businesses, you know, especially. Uh, how how do you get that content and how do you create content that's visual? I mean, how, how many times can you show a spreadsheet? You know, speaking of an accountant or you know an SEO person. Um, well, you gotta you do have to get a little bit creative. And if you don't have that creativity, you may have to get some outside help to, to create images or graphics to represent your content to represent your work. Um, but it can definitely be done. I mean, that's what I do. How many times could I show a Pinterest screenshot without it getting boring? I think I, I do it sometimes within my post, but I never ever very rarely use it alone as you know the main image to represent my blog posts or my podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing comments right now that we have the applause app running and for those people that are following us on Google Plus I'm sorry about that I missed it and there's no way of going back right now we're just going to keep plugging through this you're going to have to watch it on it's going to be a little bit different experience today but hey go ahead and give uh, give applause for Cynthia when she gives <laughs> us some great advice so sorry about the experience we're still working through these sorts of things our podcast listeners over at iTunes of course you're not going to be affected by it so keep listening all right the second question I want to talk about uh, general consensus is that Pinterest is the least social of all the social networks and uh, well at least until recently of course they added you know messaging so now that adds a little bit of a social layer but even still it's really not a place to have discussions like say Twitter or Facebook certainly not Google Plus where you have these really long conversations and discussions uh, it's more of a kind of a post and run network so beyond pinning other people's pins uh, going to other people's boards how can we hope to get more social on Pinterest and, and should that even be one of our objectives or goals? Um, you know, I, I don't think that should be your main objective or goal because that's not the way it was established. It's like trying to make, you know, something round fit into something square, trying to make it to be what you want it to be and that just that doesn't work. You have to use it the way it was built, the way it's grown and evolved. Um, and you know, like you mentioned, they did add messaging and that is one way to make it more social. And business owners can definitely use that to work with clients, to have conversations where they're discussing a pin or, you know, if they're, you know, let's say a web designer or um, you know, a, a wedding consultant or a home interior designer, any kind of designer or whatever, anything you have to consult with 
with, with clients on, you can definitely use that messaging feature as a way for communication. And those are private messages. You can still use your pinned comments and those types of things. But that's not the way. we got to go back to how people actually use Pinterest because if we're going to grow our business on the platform, you got to use it in the way that it's developed. It's like going into a party that's a costume party, but you want to show up in just regular clothes. It's like you're just you're kind of throwing off the party a little bit. You know, you go there, you know, and, and stick with the theme, right? Um, so don't try to force something, I think, that isn't just big there. It, it's a part, and it could help you stand out, but if you don't get the results that you expected, you know, like a huge, long Google Plus conversation, don't be disappointed. Yeah, and uh, on that on that notion then of social layer, uh, I was talking with Dustin Stout, a good friend of mine, and uh, who I know you met at Social Media Marketing World, and you're mm -hmm. familiar with him. He was he had mentioned in one of his posts. He said, "I'm shocked. Actually, Pinterest is now my leading referrer." And for <laughs> anybody that knows Dustin, you know that he's really kind of built his name on Google Plus to a Google Plus audience talking about Google Plus. So for Pinterest to be his top refer, and so I got a little bit of a theory about this, and I want to see Cynthia if you would agree with my theory about how, why this happened for Dustin. Uh, Google Plus, you know, we understand that when we build a post, we have to, you know, we have these formatting options, we make a nice headline, when we add some body to the text, talk a little bit about the, the link that we're sharing out to, maybe add our own conversation, some bullet points, and then we're going to ask a question to our people, you know, on our stream, uh, what do you think about this? Throw in some hashtags, and of course, then the link. Then the conversation starts to happen right there on the Google Plus post, but uh, oftentimes, I'll hear people even say, oh, I never read the original post. Whereas on Pinterest, because the social layer doesn't exist, you really have to click the button and head over there. So talk a little bit about your, you know, what do you think about my theory here about why Pinterest might be a stronger refer to back to your blog? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great theory. And sometimes people can, you know, within in Google Plus especially, just, uh, you know, share their opinion, share their thought, and the, con the conversation can continue there without even reading the post. Uh, where Pinterest and the way that it, it, it functions to get any information, you have to click through and go to the post, and you have to click through. And then also the sharing option. Um, you know, Google has, Google Plus has their circles, and it can spread that way. But that's just, you know, people are used to repinning and sharing and repinning and repinning and it just grows and grows and grows exponentially you know so I'm not surprised that, that has happened with Dustin I, I read about that a while back and was like yep I'm not surprised you know <laughs> um, so and a lot of business owners even though they haven't even intentionally gone out to build a Pinterest presence for themselves I think you know as we were discussing talk kind of chatting before this you got a little bit of a Pinterest surprise to see how many times one of your images have been pinned a lot of business owners don't even know that people are out there sharing their stuff on Pinterest anyway um, because because it's about people's interest. You've built something interesting, something that people want to know about, whether it's a product, a service, whatever the case might be, and Pinterest is going to be there to help them remind them where to go get it, to learn more about it, and then their friends and followers are going to see it, and it's just going to spread. Well, and then that leads us to the next point is about this echo chamber. How do we break out of our echo chamber? I hear this word, uh, this phrase a lot on Google+, Plus. if you can't tell. And Google+, Plus is my favorite network, personally. Uh, mm -hmm. That's where I spend most of my time. So I like to kind of balance things against it. So how do we break out of the echo chamber? And I think that Pinterest does this wonderfully. Uh, and what I mean by that is on most of the other networks, as soon as I post something, I write my blog, and then I want to share it or market it out, uh, it gets lost in the feed, the stream, or the wall as it kind of passes by. Whereas in Pinterest, you it ends up, uh, as, they've got some really great uh, features, specifically related pin mm -hmm. and 
search features, which really kind of helps you get found by other uh, people outside of your normal groups. Uh, worst of all, Google Plus, you know, people circle 200 people and that becomes their home stream, so they only see from those same 200 people. Uh, talk a little bit about breaking out of the echo chamber with Pinterest. Yeah, yeah, and I think you, you just brought up one of the big parts of that is the related pins, and that's something Pinterest has played around with for the last year. They were there for a while back and now, you know, gone and now they're back again. Um, and related pins are just, they, they kind of keep track of what you've been pinning, what you've been looking at, and even the websites you've been to. Um, and you can turn that off if you want to. Um, but then, um, you know, they kind of bring you other related content to that. Oh, we see you like this, this, and this. You'll probably like that. And then you have the option to say thumbs up or thumbs down. No, I never want to see this kind of stuff again. No, I don't like it. Um, or yes, this bring me more, you know, thumbs up. I, I You know, this is really relevant to me. Um, so that really helps, you know, business owners, you know, if their content gets featured like that. Also, search. Definitely search. Search can, you know, people are there searching for things and, you know, Dustin's articles, you know, that are really, really popular, the topics that he writes about, a lot of those are very, very timeless, you know, over the next year or two, people are going to be searching for the same thing. So he's going to continue to get Pinterest traffic for articles he published a year ago already now. Um, I see that with my content. I see that with a lot of business owners' content, especially seasonal types of things. I know, you know, we're, here we are at the end of summer, the holiday season's already ramping up all over the place. Um, and anybody that had any kind of content published to Pinterest last, you know, holiday season in the wintertime, they're going to get a resurgence again. And I see that over and over year after year. Um, so there's a lot of things that Pinterest does to, to continue to promote your stuff. Pins showing up on Google searches, on image searches, uh, pin or boards showing up on Google searches. Another way that, you know, Pinterest can really help. I, you know, we do see some Google Plus posts showing up there occasionally, maybe a Twitter tweet, maybe. <laughs> but, you know, you very, very rarely have that longevity type of feature on any other social network that you have on Pinterest. Yeah, and I encourage everybody that's listening here, go over to Oso oh Pinteresting and uh, look for her article, Five Reasons Why Pinterest is Great for Business, and she talks about some of those things, the SEO, and, and particularly I liked the uh, uh, point number three on that list was it increases longevity of your content, which is exactly what she was just now talking about, what Cynthia was just talking about. I want to say, hey, uh, hello to everybody that's just now tuning in. Uh, you're listening to Get On Track, Stay On Track, and uh, we're helping your small business one expert at a time. And we're here with Cynthia Sanchez from Oh So Pinteresting, and we're talking uh, today about uh, Pinterest for your small business. And we're going to go a little bit beyond uh, 101 and try to help business owners decide, should I investigate Pinterest? Might it be the right uh, social network for marketing for my small business? And so to the business owners, uh, we hear this question a lot. This is one of the things that we always want to address on Get On Track, Stay On Track. Bootstrap business owners. That's who our audience is. They have a business to run. They don't have time to learn the internet, to learn all of the myriad of things that they have to learn. Design and SEO and marketing and email and, and uh, of course, all the different social networks. So one of the things that they're always looking for, these business owners, are ways that I can make this more efficient when it comes time to social media management and marketing. So let's talk about an efficiency for a second. Uh, one way that we can become more efficient is we bring on a VA or an assistant or somebody from within our organization to help pin on behalf of the company. So let's talk about that. First of all, uh, how easy is it for a VA to manage Pinterest versus uh, some of the other networks where you have to really uh, have a consistent voice 
um, with your brand? Well, I think that voice should carry on over to Pinterest just because it's it's a different network um, and they may not be answering as many customer service types of questions on Pinterest. That voice does need to continue. So they do need some training. Um, they need some training on some things to kind of help avoid some problems or pitfalls that could happen on Pinterest by pinning the wrong stuff or following the wrong people or, you know, that type of thing. Um, they need to know how to really use the platform for a business. So it will take some training, um, whether, you you know, and I've worked with a couple of VAs that have been hired on behalf of business owners, you know, and got them caught up to speed in, in that type of thing on, on what they could do or should do for that business. Um, but it's, you don't necessarily have to worry about all those, the negative stuff quite so much that you see on other social networks happening that, you know, really concerns a lot of business owners, um, you know, or the, or the crazy, you know, just random you know, spam types of things. It just doesn't happen quite so often on Pinterest, uh, like you see on Twitter. Or, you know, with the with the kind of the the mean, not so nice people out there doing crazy things. So, so that that is a plus if you do have a VA taking care of that for you. Well, I know I know for my small business, and really kind of what I'm asking here, and, and trying to help others business owners understand, uh, is that like on Google Plus, for example, people want to talk to Jason. That's who they're coming to hear. And if I have a VA go in and try to literally carry on a conversation, yeah. uh, it's really hard to teach that. But mm -hmm. with Pinterest, the beauty of it for me is I can set very clear parameters. You know, pin from these groups on these topics and don't pin from these groups. And it's easier to define for a VA what, what they can and what they can't do. And so now you can multiply your efforts. And, and I think nicely into Pinterest. Yeah, that is true. And another thing, if you do get a comment, you do get a message that turnaround time expectation isn't there either. If I, you know, somebody leaves me a message, somebody comments on my pin and I respond back a day later, that's okay because it's not Twitter. They don't expect a response back in five seconds. So if you do come across that, there's plenty of time for the VA to contact you and say, hey, somebody had this question or, you know, or a comment or something and, you know, this is what you need to respond to. So, yeah. Profiling my audience. I love Twitter because uh, Twitter is, and people that have watched the show, they know how much I love my Twitter client mining, and mm -hmm. I love G Plus because I'm able to use Circloscope and and really drill into who's listening to the shows. Pinterest. How can I use Pinterest to identify who my audience is and who are the people that are, are really following and engaging me? Um, you can do that in a lot of ways. I mean, especially starting out with that following. Who's following you? Look at your follower number um, and click on it and it'll show everybody that's following you. Um, and you can do that on the whole account basis and by the individual board basis. You know, pick out a few of them that kind of stand out to you and go and look and research and just kind of look at their boards. What else are they pinning? Sure, they're interested in website development, social media, you know, WordPress, that kind of stuff. But did you know that a majority of the people following you also have an interest in XYZ? You know, or they're also pinning content from this other site that's writing about this, this, and this. And when they pin that, that, re that pin got repinned a lot of times. Well, then that maybe could inspire some new content for you to write for your blog or maybe a new service or a product to offer. Um, it's really, it's a great, great tool for research. Um, I mean, I could spend days in there just, just researching, okay, what does, you know, what kind of images, what kind of products, what kind of wording, what kind of other interests do they have? So definitely, definitely use it for research. 
Excellent. And so that, that brings us to uh, something that I learned just last night was I noticed that you were talking about this, uh, the new, uh, how they've changed analytics, Pinterest mm -hmm. analytics, how wonderful they are. And I thought, okay, well, let me go look at them. And I, I found out, oh, I've been using Pinterest as a personal account and not as a business account. So I, oh. I made that switch. I was really excited to see how easy that switch was. It's not like Facebook or Google Plus where I have to have two separate identities. I was able to keep all my, you, you, why don't you talk about it and, and, and I'll tell you a little bit about my, my experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you made that switch because you were using your account for a business purpose to market your services. And if you are doing that, you should have a business account per Pinterest policy, you know. And and I have heard of other accounts. So I'm not sure specifically for what all of the reasons were that their accounts got shut down. But Pinterest has been known to shut down accounts. And you know, I like to play it safe. You know, don't 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 mess up any of the rules if I if I don't have to. Um, so. Uh, yeah, just go over to business.pinterest.com and there's a little option that says convert here. You just click it and it just asks you a couple of questions, new names, new email or something to, or new like contact information to fill in and that's it. And then you do have access to analytics and then you will soon be able, if you're not already, able to participate in promoted pins, which is advertising on Pinterest. Um, so you're going to get a lot more um, you know, bang for your buck, I guess, or that effort that you're trying to put into Pinterest if you can start promoting and advertising on Pinterest. And that's, that's really, really new and not everybody has access to that um, but should be getting more refined and you know more broadly available here really really soon is there anything else that I need to know about the difference between a Pinterest uh, between a business and a personal account did I do anything wrong uh, no no as far as functionality they're not they're gonna work exactly the same um, you know and, and so there really isn't that big of a deal you kept all of your followers everything just kind of just it just transferred over and if you're not sure if you have a personal or a, or a business account go into your account settings and if it says first and last name then you have a personal account if it says business name then you have a business account Excellent. And uh, the other thing that I, I am glad that I did, uh, but I want to mention it on the show and maybe you can talk a little bit too, is that when you sign up for your Pinterest account, I signed up using an email and a password instead of using um, my OAuth or, you know, instead of using my Google Plus or my Facebook. So that way, so that I can have my VAs go in there and help. Now they're signing in with a username and a password. Can I, if I did start out with a Google Plus or with a Facebook, can I add the email and password option? You can add Facebook and Google Plus and Twitter as options to sign in, but you can't launch an account that way. You have to have an email address. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, last so I checked, unless that's something that's changed in the last couple of weeks, but yeah, last account I started, I had to have an email address. Oh, that's great. So mm -hmm. for, for, for managing teams and uh, business accounts, that's excellent. So now the next thing that we obviously have to talk about when we're talking about Pinterest for Business is rich pins. We, we can't leave the <laughs> conversation without that. So, uh, I mean, I could just throw out a really open question. Tell me about rich pins, what do I need to know? I, I wish I had a more specific question for you on that. But Yeah, there's a lot of different kinds of rich pins. There's recipe pins that show the ingredients, the general time it's going to take to put together a category if it's vegetarian or not or you know the, so those are mainly geared towards recipes then there's article pins um, and those are really good if you have a blog if you have a blog please get article pins um, and before I go any further the one thing about rich pins that I that I you know really concerns people is like well it's just one more thing for me to keep up with rich pins once you get them set up once they're done they're done you never have to touch them again so this it's, it's worth the investment of time or hiring a developer if you need to to, to help you out with them um, 
Um, so article pins, what they do is carry an excerpt of the article. The, the title gets, of the article gets bolded. Your little favicon gets taken with it. So it's a lot of branding in it, a lot of SEO benefit to doing ha to having article-rich pins. Um, they can, if you have uh, you know certain plugins on your WordPress site, it just takes a click of a button, and then you do have to go to the Pinterest developer site and verify or validate that URL. It goes through a little bit of an application process, then a day to a week sometimes. I've heard um, it takes, they'll, they'll get back to you, yes you've been approved or no you haven't been approved for this reason or whatever the case might be. Uh, product pins, oh my gosh, if you have any kind of e-commerce component to your website, um, if you are a brick and mortar and you do sell things online, please get product pins. Product pins give you the advantage of having a, kind of an indirect email connection to people who have shown an interest in your product. Uh, last research we've been able to do, been able to find, um, if you discount your product by as little as 10%, people will get an email notification that the product they pinned is now on sale. It, it happened to me just a couple of weeks ago. I was, you know, remodeling, redecorating my new house, and I pinned something I've been interested in, and it came back, and yep. I bought it because it was on sale. You know, it's like something I've been kind of watching and maybe thinking about, but it made me, you know, make that 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 purchase because I got an email through Pinterest about this other business having, you know, this product that I was interested in on sale. Um, once again, just once and done, you got to go through the the validation process and go through the developer side of things on Pinterest. Um, but if you have like a Shopify site, I think those are already built in. You know, so if you're on Shopify, use it, you know. So great stuff. It tells people the price of the product, whether or not it's in stock, and a little bit of a description of it. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I love the, the idea that it, it's, it automatically sends that email out as soon as you drop your price on that. Yeah. How exciting. I mean, that, that's some really exciting stuff. Um, we, I want to hit some questions here from our audience. Dave, Dave Kutcher, he just popped in. He says, don't forget about rich pins and products, so there must be a lag in the show. So, David, uh, rewind gotcha, the tape. David. <laughs> Get you covered, my friend. Um, yeah. let, let's uh, talk about um, third-party apps. Is there any third-party apps that can help you streamline your Pinterest or any auto-posting, a Hootsuite, a buffer type things that you can do with Pinterest? Um, Pinterest has been very guarded with their API, so the third-party apps are, aren't very plentiful right now. Um, they did open up recently to a few select companies, um, Tailwind, which is an analytics app, Curulate, um, and I can't think of anybody else on the top of my mind. I know there's a couple more in there. Um, Tailwind is, is great for analytics. Curulate is more of an like enterprise level. They also offer uh, Instagram management as well um, and kind of contest kind of creation type of thing, service as well too. Um, but as far as scheduling, there are there's a couple of other tools that have popped up and come and gone, um, but because their API is so guarded, and they're, they're, especially lately they've made so many changes, um, they're not, um, they've been reported not to be super reliable. Um, so really do your research, really check it, you know, check them out. Um, make sure it's something that will work for your business and it's a price you're willing to pay for something that, you know, could have its bugs still just because of, you know, the way Pinterest has been set up. Mm -hmm. And so we've got about four more minutes, and so we do what we call our fire hose session, and it's really just yes/no answers. And many of these can't be answered in yes/no, but just do your best. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna throw out five of these, and then we're gonna take a few audience uh, questions as well. How can I arrange my pin boards? Uh, you know, we all we know that the very first thing in a list is always clicked more than the last thing on the list. What if we want to bring something from the bottom of the list back to the top? Can we? Yes. How? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so you need to do this on the web version of Pinterest. You go to your main account page, you just click on the board and drag it to the position that you want. And the boards with the most links back to your business should be the first two boards. Uh -huh. Now what about moving pins within the board? 
cannot rearrange pins at this time. Very good. Uh, one of our readers asked the question, uh, I'm not a visual person. I don't have very good looking blog banners. I can't afford a graphic designer at this time. Should I even bother with Pinterest? Use Canva. Canva.com is made by professional graphic designers with templates and layouts created for you that you can use for free. If you decide to use any of their stock photography, it's a dollar a piece. And most of their images that they've created with the templates usually have one piece of, of stock photography in them. So really inexpensive. Another reader uh, asked, what, what, how big should my images be or what's the perfect size for a Pinterest pin? There is no perfect size. <laughs> um, they need to be big enough to show the detail of whatever it is that you're promoting on Pinterest. Um, and remember mobile, 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 mobile. Those screens are tiny. So if you're trying to show detail, let's say, of a piece of jewelry or you know some specific, specific product that you want to show the detail of, the pictures needs to be big enough and focused in on that product. I can't have you know 150 by 150 thumbnail to try to show me you know the intricacy of you know your artwork or whatever it is. Um, so keep that in mind. Jean Layton is reminding us here on the comment tracker, which unfortunately isn't working right now, but she's reminding us that we need to be very careful when we're repinning because uh, some images will get hijacked and can actually link back to spam sites, porn sites, etc. Uh, so what, uh, talk about that real quickly. Yeah, to be a responsible Pinterest account holder, and this is a reflection of your business, remember, take that extra minute, that extra second. It doesn't take that long to click through and see where that pin links to. Does it go back to the original site? Is it just an image by itself? Um, you know, you want to make sure that your the pins that you're repinning and spreading around Pinterest aren't taking to spam or something inappropriate. And I see Jeff C. here in the audience, and he's asking, uh, how do those Pinterest naysayers deal with the fact of the long-term life of the pins that link back to your content, Jason? It beats all other social networks. And, of course, Jeff, we've addressed your comment. And uh, anybody that's uh, on the manly side of Pinterest, make sure you yes. head on over to Jeff C. Yes. and check out the Manly Pinterest show. Definitely. <laughs> Couldn't agree with him more. Yeah, um, and uh, so I think that pretty much wraps us up. We're at the very end of it. How can people find more? Uh, oh, Tim Sweeney, you've got a question here that I wanted to address. If I can find it here. Cynthia, do you remember what Tim's question was while I'm looking for it? It was about repurposing, and should I pin, should I start with Pinterest and then repurpose? Oh, yes. Yeah. Like so should I start with a blog and then share it on social networks, or should you share, you know, kind of get stuff from social networks and then and then go back to you know a blog or something like that. Um, it, the content, content, content when it comes to Pinterest, it's so important. It's really a challenge for business owners who let's say have their brick and mortar, mortar site and then have a, pretty much a static website. They maybe change out their products once or twice every couple of years. That is a more of a challenge to share on Pinterest to use for that traffic generation, for that sales generation. So create a blog, write you know a few words of wisdom about whatever field it is that you're in, create an image using Canva, pick or any other kind of image you know, creation tool, put that in the post, then share that out to all the social networks and Pinterest, you know, especially. Where can we, where can we find more Cynthia Sanchez? Uh, the best place is ohsopinteresting.com. Ohsopinteresting.com where you're going to find articles, you're going to find podcasts, and uh, you're going to find Cynthia. So I want to say thank you to our special guest this week, Cynthia Sanchez from Oh So Pinteresting, talking about the Pinterest marketing hangout on air for all the things. And I know that we haven't been able to answer everybody's questions. We haven't been able to cover all the things, but in 30 minutes, I think we did pretty good, Cynthia. So I want to say thank you a lot. Thank you so very much, Jason. Had a great time. All right. We're saying goodbye to our expert today, Cynthia Sanchez. Uh, get on track, stay on track, and we are helping your small business one expert at a time. Bye for now. 